fucking monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, we're going under the hood with your headlines. Of course, we're finally hitting back. Detroit versus L.A. Party in the USA, Randy. <laughs> Track withdrawals. Uh-huh. And Rolex versus Timex mm-hmm. to wrap up the episode. Car related. Car related. But let me tell you a quick story, Randy. Sure. So I was uh, shopping for coffee. Yeah, uh, I went to a few different stores to get like some like the most premium stuff that I could find, um, and I started like getting all scientific with it, like bro- brewing like single shots and grinding single shots through the espresso machine, yeah, kind of testing stuff out. Yep. Um, and I had uh, a friend come over to do a blind taste test. Ooh, I wish I would have recorded this, but okay. it was such a mess. I was like, I didn't want to record it. Sure, right and. So I put the geisha uh-huh. up against Storm. two other coffees, uh, renowned brands. Rena- uh, yeah, renowned brands. Are for they sure. trying to be uppity brands? Or are they just like your uh, store? They're your brands? they're your highest level, like Ralph's brands. Got it. Got yeah. It. And uh, I made three americanos, which okay. is just stretched espresso, mm-hmm. and had them taste blind taste test it. And I was nervous as hell. <laughs> let me tell you, I was okay. like, man, like I trust the coffee that we sell, but at the same time, it's just some random dude like yes. tasting coffee. Yeah. And he pointed at uh, one of the glasses and he said, "This one's easily, easily. I'd finish this. I couldn't finish the other ones." Mm. And I was like. God, crap which one was the right one <laughs> of course <laughs> luckily i had labeled the bottom of the cups yes for myself i numbered them um and surely enough the geisha won really against two pretty major brands okay now all the the difference here been is that this is not a coffee guy he's just a regular dude off okay. the streets okay so it, it's not like he's some coffee expert but mm-hmm. it's a regular guy saying hey this coffee is good so Buy your geisha at Carrera.cafe whenever you get a chance. Absolutely. Um, the, the worst part about selling this coffee and this coffee venture that we're taking on to to go on our uh, automotive adventure and continue it mm-hmm. um, is being the inventory or the warehouse for this coffee. Cause man, dude. Is it spilling up your house, the smell? No. Well, this, I love the smell. Okay. That's not the problem. The problem, the is. problem is not going into the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and opening these bags yeah, and like you know yeah. like because i've had this you know I, I went back to buying different coffees from different from the stores yes. because obviously you, like what did i say we don't, you don't get, get high on your, your own supply, supply. <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah so anyway get your coffee and also get your apparel stickers and uh air fresheners at 91 octane.com slash shop mm-hmm. but back to our episode we're gonna hit up some headlines today and randy you want to kick us off yes so um in the UK, British soldiers are having to gear up to drive gasoline to their um, gas pumps. Did you hear about this? They're having to what? They're having to get their National Guard to deliver gasoline to the gas pumps. Are you serious? Because the- when they went Brexit, when Britain went Brexit, they kicked out a bunch of foreigners. And it turns out most of the foreigners are their truck drivers. Oh, 
So they they shot themselves in both feet. Yeah. So we could talk politics in Britain because nobody here really cares, right? <laughs> Unless we got British <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Yes. Right. I don't know enough, but I know yes. some. So there's a, probably a conservative and a less conservative group. Yeah. You know, split. Yeah. Typical, right? Yeah. Um, so the, there was a lot of pro Brexit and anti Brexit action going on a year right. or two, uh, two, two years ago, I think, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So now they're suffering the consequences, is the unfortunate reality of it, wow. where they have lines at the gas pump, like there's an actual gas crisis, and there is, but only because of a lack of deliveries, not because they don't have enough gasoline wow. or petrol, as they like to say. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so. I wonder how those Brexit people, the pro-Brexiters, are feeling. It's an unfortunate situation, but it, it straight up looks like freaking the 70s gas crisis. When's the last time you heard the National Guard deployed here? Oh, dude, did it? has it ever been? The National Guard? Oh, for um thing right for all the protests or yeah right that like. was the the only thing in my lifetime that I remember though that well that and oh nine eleven you, you weren't here for the Rodney King riots I was not oh uh, yeah that was big for me oh oh yeah. so you were like a little boy then pretty much well, I was right? a little girl at the time <laughs> <laughs> okay so at least yeah. you're you're with the times. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, like yeah. So he, I've only I've only ever heard the National Guard get deployed for those reasons. So now they're delivering petrol. Yes, petrol. Yeah, yes. damn. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, it's their actual army. I think it's not even a National Guard level unit. It's their army. army. Wow. I mean, that beats like a dangerous job. That's true. You that know? is true. So it's good for them. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. But that's so, how desperate the times are for yeah. getting uh, workers. Over there. So now the government is subsidizing transport of gasoline of gasoline just so they don't have a major gas issue for consumers, which in means, country. yeah, the companies are less motivated to hire. Maybe unless the government says you guys got to figure this out. We're yeah, done you got by like two, two months or three yeah, months. Or yeah. Something. yeah. I mean, that may be the case. Right? Uh, yeah. I'm a, do you know? Oh, you? yes. I, I do know that answer to that. They have opened up visas for truck drivers. Oh, my. Like, come back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we miss yeah, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for East, they get a lot of Eastern Europeans because that's cheaper labor. Yeah. Or whatever. So that's yeah. Whatever you want to call that equivalent out here. But. It's cheaper labor. Let's just put it at that. Oh my God. Yeah. Man. So that's that's what they're doing. They're opening up like ten thousand visas for truck drivers. Get out of here. Yes. Come back here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We want to be dude. British people only. Yeah. Oh, oops. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. I need my gas. We need Come to back. use our cars. Yes. Oh my. That's funny. Yeah. It's that, unfortunate. It's it's a slippery slope if you do like you know it if is. you don't think through all of the consequences of what. Types of things you vote for. Yeah. Let's put it that sort way. Sort of the butterfly effect without the time travel. Yes, it, absolutely. Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. Really crazy. Imagine, imagine seeing like the army delivering gas here to driving gas. Truck. Like if you think about it, that's weird. That is weird. Yes, you're right. You you're know, like, right. yeah, I mean, obviously they wouldn't be driving a camouflage gas tankers, but right. But they'd be wearing their army guard. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. So that would be weird. Like, and then they're loading up and, you know, in the, in those little, fuel tank storages yeah. and stuff that would be a yeah i mean we've seen different weird things so i guess i can't say that that would be the weirdest thing i've seen oh for sure right but man all right well let's yeah. get into the next headline 
The Mercedes scam from the 80s continues to haunt enthusiasts, Randy. Okay. The feds are starting to go hard on illegal GTRs. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they just sent letters out to owners in Florida. They've they've canceled all their titles. Oh, shit. Yeah, for all these illegal GTRs. And in uh, a part shop out here, mm-hmm. Midori Part Shop, there were 19 cars seized Yeah, that were shipped as parts, car yeah. parts. Yeah, I saw that and one. And then rebuilt out here. Or they're kind of separated, but they're still – they're all together. Well, the, from what I was looking at the pallets, the pictures, okay. uh-huh. it's almost all, like, disassembled. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. They, that okay. mean the transmission might be attached to the motor. Yes. But other yes, than yes, that, yes. Yeah, you know, they're I mean. – yeah, But, dude, you know, it's just drop it in. Oh, for sure. Yeah, go, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So so the feds are, are really, really cracking down on this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been a problem for a while, and there's been a lot of scamming. Yeah, of course. But – what I took away from this story mm-hmm. is that Mercedes has just ruined. None of this would happen if it wasn't for Mercedes, right? Oh, yeah. Because they instituted the law where that made it illegal to import cars that are younger than 25 years old. Correct. Yes. Right? In the 80s. Yes. To protect their own money. Mm-hmm. And now we're still paying for it. Yes. I mean, people wouldn't have to ship disassembled cars. Yes. If it wasn't for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's illegal, whatever. But get this. Mm-hmm. So in my research and kind of looking into this stuff, it turns out that all the cars seized from this Midori Park shop, um, all the VINs were blacklisted. So they can't be sold in the contiguous. I know. I saw that part. Uh, countries. Yes. In North America. Canada and Mexico. Is yeah. Out. So any any country that touches... Yes, Nor- in North America, can yeah. it can't be sold in. Mm-hmm. But the feds auctioned off all the cars. Yeah, yep. And they sold for uh, it's about a million dollars in cars for one hundred forty eight thousand dollars. Oh, so it closed at one forty eight. One hundred forty eight k. Because I mean, Shit. you can't sell them in North America, right? Yeah. But I think it's odd that they're making money off of this. The, the, the government the is. The government is. Because it's like, if you get caught driving one out here, mm-hmm. they're going to wreck it. Okay, right, right, right. If it was fair, if it was fair game, uh-huh. they would let you sell it. Right. You know, okay, right, fine. Right, right, I right. can't have it. Let me sell it overseas. Right. That's some bullshit is yeah, what you're saying, me, it's basically. It's extreme bullshit, man. Well, the smart person, whoever was rich enough to buy it, they ship. They can just ship it to Australia and sell it for the Ooh. world price equivalent which is probably what they're what they're doing yeah yeah i mean one hundred forty-eight thousand dollars. there's r34 in that list dude there's a ton there's yeah. a, there's a there's at least three that i'm looking at i have the vins here i'm not gonna call those out mm-hmm. but there's like six s15s yeah i mean there's it's a lot of cool stuff yes it is but i was like man you guys the feds are just making money i know it costs them to figure this stuff out and you got to be the one to ship it out. Yeah. Within X days, I yeah. think. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, that's right. So. And, but it's like, I, I have such an issue with this because this shouldn't be a problem. There shouldn't be resources looking into this stuff. This, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a car. What's the big deal? You know, it's not like it's not like there's thousands of pawns, thousands of cars flooding into the United States that people right. want to buy. Right. You know, like right, what is right. this? 19 cars that probably would have sold, you know, across the year. Right. And, you know, that 
that manpower could have been used somewhere else. Absolutely. You know, it's just picking on us car guys as yeah, usual. Seriously. Yeah. All thanks to Mercedes. Damn. Fuck you, Mercedes. Indeed. We'll never own one. <laughs> right. Well, definitely not anymore. Uh-huh. And that's what makes it worse, because now they're blacklisting these VINs, effectively destroying them here. Right. So when it comes time to be able to afford one, we won't even be able to afford an S15. Right. Let alone, we already can't afford an R34. Correct. Right. But, right, right, you know. Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, even if I could, $250,000, $300,000. For the R34. For the R34s. I don't know. And at this point, with how things are going, it'll be like the Motor X ones that are left. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so, but damn, it's going to be worth a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The Motor X ones must be worth like that, like a little bit more. And you know that. what's going to suck? What? Most of the, if not all of the GTRs that you see with Florida plates uh-huh. are illegal. Okay. Right. 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 So there's going to be a lot of cars that are worth Mm $200,000, and then that car that you own because you bought it and registered it in Florida illegally is worth nothing. Mm. It's going to suck for those owners. It's going to suck even worse for the person they sell it to. Yes, absolutely. That's going to be the person they scam into doing that. Yeah, and we occasionally, in the California classifieds, you see an occasional gtr trying to get flipped for yeah. whatever right yeah i mean so, i still want one man yeah yeah me too and r32 definitely r34 it's just out of the price range it's out of the price range but i'm also not super into it okay but an r32 would be nice but it's just the way things are going none of this will make sense in no, the future for absolutely us absolutely not yeah yes. just buy new cars yep I'll get another rio mm. yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> next headline so uh I don't know. Have a fancy little uh, shtick or intro for this. Um, <laughs> sorry, John. fuck you. They're not shticks. <laughs> I was trying to come up with one. That's why I said that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's another reason that catalytic converters are getting jacked in Africa. Oh, oh, wow. Yes, and it's international crime. So now. it's an international crime, and the reason for it is that in that country. People are taking the internals of the cat, which we know to be metals. Right. Right. To burn off excess exhaust um, gases and noxious whatever. Right. Right. Pollutants. They crush it up and they snort that shit. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. You yes. can get high off your catalytic converters? Apparently. Oh, my God. This is. Oh, we're. Oh, no. If you're listening to this, please don't try it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. And that's the problem with, like, you know, social media like us. Or yeah. Whatever, like, where where does it where like does it say specifically what? No, they just straight up. Cha- there's a lot of theft, catalytic converter theft. OK. And there's a photo of a guy with i mean it looks like cocaine. are you on the onion no no oh. this is autoblog what so i'll reference the, the, the site i does I it read. does it name the, the 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 what the actual stimulant is it's it's called bomb b-o-m-b-e that's that's the uh, street name for it bomb yeah so bomb or bomba or i don't know if they're like a french like but african th- th- does the article what? mention what a- what uh like what specific metal in the cat is Cause. No, they just straight mix it with That's like so much work for a high, man. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, so we're talking like the third third world of the third world, right? Right. Like Congo. There, like, is so, there, so it's Congo. Is Republic there really anything else to do? Like you, 
what can't you get? You can barely get water in certain areas. So I guess like life is just that challenging that you just steal shit and you, it's like taking a washing machine. And now like, we're saying we're assuming yeah. that these and I think maybe incorrectly mm-hmm. because I don't think that. Well, I guess they're stealing it from cars. So they, they don't are necessarily stealing it from have cars, to hacking own it the off. car. They're hacking it off so that they can take the insides, crush it and snort, snort it. it. Snorting cat. Oh, my God. Will you try it for the podcast? Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm genuinely interested in understanding the, I guess, what the chemical is, what the high is. Right. Oh, like like what is it? What is their THC? What's the countdown countdown to the Vice documentary (laughs) on this show? That's a good question. You know, That's like, a really good question. We didn't hit them. Hey, have you guys got this uh, this documentary this in the books? Because I want to know, man. They're probably already working on yeah, it. For yeah, for sure. Dude, that's crazy, <laughs> that man. Is, that is really. I mean, there's you, people out here that'll do it, man. You think so? I think so. Oof. I mean, they're, the Tide Pod kids were out here. Yeah, but damn, that's. It'd be sad if that were true. Yeah. Because there is another one in Russia that uh, was a thing. Did you Coco know Drill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Croco- crocodile or. Yeah, well, cocodril. It's well, it's it's. I mean, it's it's probably Russian, but it's also crocodile in Spanish. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. it like, it like it's eats inject- away your skin. It's injecting gasoline into your. Oh, uh, it's gasoline. It's a gasoline-based um alcohol or a uh, stimulant or whatever the fuck drug. Did you watch a documentary on I that? I did. It would, they would like their their muscle yeah. would wear out to the bone. Yes, and you could see the tendons moving yeah, it around. It was gross. Yes. Yeah. It was disgusting. I don't know why I watched it, but it yeah, was, you you tend to be squeamish about that. <laughs> stuff. I am, but yeah. it was it was gross. Yeah, and it was sad. But too. that's that's exactly what I thought of when exactly. you said that, and I was exactly. like, you know, that's it's not gonna stop people if if this gets you high there's somebody out there that's gonna try it but the crocodile never got here right so that's why yeah that's true i mean there's i mean there's plenty there's plenty of other stuff out here yeah yeah so i guess there would have to be i mean it'd have to be desperate where we couldn't get heroin glue is too readily available for this to happen out here maybe yeah yeah and spray paint yeah yeah so there's ways that's wild man that's really desperate that's what i mean or or uh-huh. Or this is already problem here, and we didn't know it, and that's why they're being stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you know, like this yes. shit isn't actually being sold to scrapyards. Yes, right. We're over here dumping on them. Yeah, and in reality, these mofo's are just getting high. I wonder what the street price is then on the actual uh, finished drug. Oh my! Is there a finished drug? I if mean, it's just well, scraping it, right? Or do you have to filter shit out? They must. No, I think they just crush it and fucking store it. What the hell? Can you imagine man? that, dude? That's so wild. I mean, at least with cocaine and weed, you know it's coming from a plant. Nah, man, you can't say that about cocaine. <laughs> well, it, well, let's be weed, honest. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, it yeah. Okay, right. it starts as a plant. It starts as a plant, and it gets yeah. mixed, mixed with other shit. But yeah. I, it's not fucking exhaust fumes and metals. You're just ah, fucking cocaine. Kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it goes through like pretty crazy processing yeah, i think before right. i you know before it gets to to that but yeah I, I get what you mean right like there's a natural source for it it's i mean not there's the, uh, any cat that you're cutting out of a car yeah. ha- already has 
a shitload of carcinogens in it just from all the fuel and smoke that's, coming out. That's exactly my point. So it's so it's, you get high and like expedited cancer. Yes, in your nose, your brain, Fuck, straight dude. to your brain via your nose. But it feels good, bro. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yes, man. it is. It Let's is. get into our next headline. Goodbye, Barrett Jackson. Hello, bring a trailer. Ooh. There's a new player in the Making Cars un- Unobtainable game, Randy. Yes. I don't know if I have, like, a subconscious desire for, like, expensive cars. We do. Let's face it. You think so? You think, like, the yeah. price has a lot to do with it? It's. I don't want the R34. Oh, oh okay. So continue with your statement. You know? Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. I, but th- there might have something to do with it. So a Buick GNX... The Grand National, mm. the Grand National of Grand Nationals, yes, just sold on Bring a Trailer for two hundred fifteen thousand dollars. How few miles? Uh, twelve hundred miles. Oh, okay, that's why it's basically brand new, right? But I, I think the Barrett Jackson generation, yes, is kind of done. Okay. Like oh, I think right. it's now coming into a digital age. Coronavirus kind of expedited that. Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. it's just a matter of time before this is now a regular thing mm. on Bring a Trailer. Okay. Like I mean, you know, back when we started on Bring a Trailer, yes. Yeah, there were some unique finds and and you know, but it was like a $50,000 Supra. A $20,000 pristine E36 M3, right? Right. A $40,000 E30 M3. Mm -hmm. It was kind of that, like, regular guy elite. Yeah, okay, okay. Now it's getting into, like, art art show money, you know, Barrett-Jackson money. It's a concourse, the elegance level. Oh, gee, I don't even have those words in my vocabulary, (laughs) bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. but you're right. That's exactly what it is. And it's it's, it's, it's just – it's hard not to say that there's just – there's money money laundering going on here Uh because so many cars go for wild prices. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's I I I blame Bring a Trailer for adding a tax to cars now. Okay, and the unfortunate reality of this is that people don't people when they're pricing their cars mm-hmm. don't take into account that there's only twelve hundred miles on this. Mm-hmm. So Joe Schmo with you know two hundred thousand miles on their regular Grand National yes. sees yeah. this. And they're like, oh, I'm not selling mine for less than 40K. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. then so then I'm like, if Fuck, that, yeah, if that, <laughs> yes. you know, like now it's gotten to the point where I'm shopping E46 M3s. OK, because it would cost me less uh-huh. than buying an E36 M3. Shit, really? Yes. They're yes. cheaper than they're E36? cheap. You can find an early year E46 M3 cheaper than an E36 M3 now. Wow. Yeah. And they're slower. And they're slower. They're less car in every way. Yeah. In yeah. every way, they're less car. Uh-huh. Damn. And, yeah, and you can't. And I've never had an E46. No, I've never owned any trim of E46. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm like, ah, maybe it'll make sense. Is it on the list, like uh, top five? No, nah, nah, really. it's okay. never really been on. on That's my not list. one of the top M threes for you. No, top, no, it's always been. Three. It's always been a little bubbly for me in terms of the styling. Okay, you okay. can make them look dope. 
Yeah, sure. But yeah, it's never it's never been been really the top of the list. But now I'm just like, well, it's still an M3. The performance is there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, as a fun like dual duty car like if i wanted to go to track it every once in a while or cruising it every once in a while oh, i think it'd be okay. a perfect car uh-huh so i'm like mm, maybe maybe get into that but then there's a corvette that's in the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing thanks to carlos shout out to carlos yeah um uh he's really been watering the ls swap seed <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh huh. So swap versus buy off the shelf. Swap, CO- yeah. Like, cause you know when when the E thirty six, you know the S V T two and the E thirty six eventually blows, which it will. You think so? Yeah. I mean, the, you, yeah. I mean, it happened to the Rio. Right? Okay. You fair know, enough, like fair enough. it might be two years from now, three years from now, but it'll eventually go. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just the nature of a track car. Mm-hmm. Do I want to put another S52 in it or will I be ready for more power? Mm. And I don't want to buy a whole new car. Okay. Why not spend Oh, because you're fully set up except the engine. Exactly. At that point. Why not spend 15 grand and do like a, you know, an LS3 with like 450 horsepower uh-huh. and just dump it in the bitch and uh. and and then keep progressing in the same chassis. You wouldn't want to do K-swap Honda you want to be a Honda boy? No, nah, dude, I don't no. know, man. <laughs> a K swap on or an S2000 E30 swap on the E36. Mm-hmm. Ah, you want to go up. You don't want to go down. In you want to go. Yeah, you want to go up, even though it's lighter. Yeah, I mean, you can get big power. Nothing out of wrong it. with it, but yeah. it does feel more of like a sex change than steroids. <laughs> Not, th- not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> right, but, you right, know, right, it right, just right, right. kind of, I don't know, like. Because fitment issues probably m- would be less because it's a small four-cylinder. Definitely have less fitment issues, but in order to get the same power levels. You got to do a little bit more. I got to do more. Yeah. M- probably more forced induction, likely. Right. Which reduces reliability. Ah, so you want. Yeah, like, I want more power. Easy I'm, power. I'm an you NA want, guy. You want easy I'm, power. I'm set on NA for the rest of my life. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I would definitely want to to do that. So, okay. Okay. but I would, I mean, I have been thinking mm-hmm. of uh, K-swapping an older EK. Okay. You know, because yeah, I still yeah. want to get in back into that Civic. Oh, So it'd okay. be nice to have a swap one. And I think it's legal to K-swap. It is if you bar it and you get all the EVAP. But it's easier. Shit. Yeah, it's easier to bar it because as long as the engine is older than the chassis you're putting it Cor- into. Newer than the chassis you're putting it into. Or newer than the chassis they're yes, putting it into. It then, is legal. Yeah. And you can occasionally buy one. You can even legally K-swap a MR2 Spider. Right. Which yes. I've, I just saw recently. So. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those. A lot of track cars. A lot of track cars do that, but to actually bar it and make it California oh, legal, yeah, yeah. a few guys have done it already. So uh, there's okay. a way to do it, apparently. Yeah, I think K-Swaps are uh, everywhere right now. Yeah, the MR2 Spider, it's a, it's an interesting track car. Yeah, for sure. Tra- interesting platform. Are you going to get one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've looked at a few, but it's like, because uh, they're cheap. Nobody wants them still. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why it's uh, interesting. It'd be nice. I- I'll just say interesting. But anyway, next headline. All right. So if you go into the card for where we store headlines. Okay. Uh, I'll do the last one. Um, so Hot Wheels 
is representing the Latino way of life. Oh, it's Hispanic. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Is that why Randy. they did yes, that shit? Yes, oh, okay, yeah. okay. I know that the Hispanic people have been great in your Filipino history. Yes. So yes. His- happy Hispanic Heritage. And thus, Hot Wheels is also celebrating it by bringing in Hot Wheel lowriders. Oh, and I said the ERS. Really? Like Hispanics Is do. that all we drive, motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> See, you always got to see the racist part. Nah, they, what they should have done is the Pep Boys Honda. They That's what they should have uh, done. Haven't they already? The Pep Boys Honda. Which one was the Pep the, Boys? The Paisa Mods. Oh, you know, that's okay, the okay. Big wing, nothing else. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got <laughs> no, it. No, that's – wait, are those functioning lowriders? Well, I don't think they have a electronic hydraulic thing. Oh, you just pull out the wheels. You can pose them as such from uh, what I can tell. That's pretty cool. I think so. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I mean, they do have the 6.4 Impala. Yeah. So that's well represented. Hell yeah. And these are easy to paint. I don't know if you've seen that the customizing world of Hot Wheels. No, I don't know anything about you, that you world. You can drill out the bottom that holds the the um the f- flat bottom part to yeah. the to the body, the shell. Right. You can just drill that out and just start painting and going at it. Really? That's how they do. There's a lot but of I feel like it's really hard to paint that small. Oh, you ju- you just take off the glass and you just spray paint it. Oh, but then put to put detail on it, they use like stickers. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. In in this case, it looks like they emulated a lot of the pinstriping styling of the lowrider scene. So I can't, I don't know, or I can't tell if that's actual paint or whatever. Are you serious, man? Yeah. You know what? What? I think you gave me an E thirty six. I did give you an E36. Yes. Uh, maybe I should paint it. Dude, do it. Yeah. Yeah, make it the dream livery that you want. You can yeah. buy you can buy wheels, you can buy Vogue style wheels or any other kind of I might have updates on that too next week. The uh the livery. Uh, the ho- Oh, okay, okay. That's okay. all I will say. Okay, okay. That's all I will say. So you might as well buy a little mini livery version. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Absolutely pointless, but it'd be pretty cool. It's just another car component niche of the car hobby yeah and i mean they they sell for a hundred bucks or so when you get it custom modded are you serious mm-hmm. fully done maybe a, i should just learn how to do this in a in a hot wheels box that has your car printed on it you can get all that kind of shit but yeah. this is not from hot wheels this, this is, is not independent from hot wheels. independent artists that are doing it. it's about a hundred bucks for i mean because it doesn't i mean imagine you get the whole the whole thing could be managed with a home printer. Uh, I don't know about that. Are I mean, s- if you're talking stickers, maybe, but, dude, I, it's hard to make stickers that look good and stuff. This is the kind of sticker where you wet it and apply it, and it kind of adheres, like, like kind of like a toy, like a kid tattoo. I don't know enough about stickers. Yeah, you've never built model oh, planes or oh, model so, cars, so it's not like a vinyl wrap Mm-mm. on a car. Mm-mm. Oh, no, you're not gonna, because that's not gonna stay. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. This is legit, legit. Stuff. I mean, yeah. If you get into the like livery styles, I yes. get so I I get I get annoyed working on a full size car, man. Imagine Let working on a tiny car with tweezers. All right, maybe I mean, I'll rethink this. Skill. People will put in a K20 looking component to these cars oh really oh yeah look into this yeah it's pretty cool like sparkos like i said voc wheels i'm surprised you don't have like a like a you know full size track here i've wanted to do do it and that's why i know all about it but dude i'm you know me with time Uh, no i know you with money (laughs) (laughs) well this is 
cheap, and that's why I like to do uh, it. Oh, okay. But how much would a how much would a, a full track cost? Like if we wanted to do like an elaborate track just in your garage for Hot Wheels or for Hot for Wheels, like just building something that something that the car can make it all the way through, which I would imagine requires mo- different m- those motor things that launch them. Oh yes, uh, not that much. Probably less than a hundred bucks for like a really big one. Yeah, that's those tracks are cheap. We should, we should do that. There's vi- YouTube videos where they pretend it's a rally race. And they have uh, rally drift cars drifting around, and they set up the track so it, it can drift. Oh, yeah, I, dude, I, I'm telling you, you're all about that. Stuff, it's a weird man. niche of the car world that yeah, I got kind of got into by having yeah. All my I mean, are there is there like a performance segment of Hot Wheels? Meaning they are meant to perform better on these tracks? No, or are they all the no, same? No, no, they're all the same. Okay, because it's cheap, man. It's yeah, like, you know, probably fifty cents for them to manufacture, if that. Yes, exactly. Damn, that's yes. crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's get into our last headline. So, after years of fighting Tesla, Randy, yes, the Midwest is now building for them. Ooh, that's crazy, huh? What state? Five Midwestern governors have agreed to create a network to charge electric vehicles. You ready for the list of states? Don't tell me Michigan's on that list. Illinois. Okay, that makes sense. Illinois. Yes. Indiana. Okay. Minnesota. Mm. Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. And Michigan. Michigan's on there. Michigan's on the list. After everything you've told me, that was pretty surprising. It's not because the GM's doing it, or GM's building EVs. I should say that's why they're doing it. Uh, yeah, th- and th- Ford. That and something else. So the plan is called Rev Midwest, okay. the Regional Electric Vehicle Midwest Coalition. Mm. Them politicians and their fancy names. Man. Yes. So they mentioned this. Is the The first two reasons they mentioned are to create jobs. Sure. Right? They want to improve the region's economy, mm. improve public health. Reducing toxic emissions. Oh, really? Finally? Yes. Okay. And then it got to the two real reasons. <clears throat> sure. They want to compete for private investment, and mm. they want to compete for federal funding. There you go. There you go. That's right? They want to get money. Obviously, yeah. some of that is going to trickle down to the regular Joe Schmo, and they might get some contracts to build you know, some of the cars in those uh, states. But realistically, this is driven by private investment. That yeah, and and they're realizing they're behind. Yeah, yeah. With Tesla. Yeah, they they want to. They got it written to expedite the creation of a network that supports supports medium and heavy duty electric vehicles. So they do want to focus on looks like trucks. Yeah, and, you know right, SUVs, right, right. which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that kind of still that kind of a subtle jab at Tesla. You think right? so? Oh, because they're not. They don't building- have a truck. Not right. yet. Well, the right. Cybertruck isn't real. Right, right. Let's right. face it. Yes. The neither si- is there a semi-truck. Neither is a semi-truck. Correct. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, the Tesla model is show a prototype, Yeah. collect deposits, Yeah. and then use that money to see if we can build it. <laughs> right. So That's what they've done historically. That's what they've done historically. Yes. We'll see if the, the Cybertruck has already been delayed. So yes. and the semi truck has They're, been delayed for ages. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. That was what, three, four years ago that yeah. we saw the demo. And we stopped hearing about it. That the and roadster, the roadsters in that in that roadsters yeah. on that list. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, it's uh, yeah, I we're don't know. it's, it's fishy. Suck for those people, yeah. it is fishy indeed. Yes, I mean, 
Hopefully he can get those deposits back. I don't know how yeah, that you can. works. Oh, you, you can. can. Okay. Totally can. Yep. Okay, good, good. Yeah, so it's it's no issue to as a consumer, I think. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, for a hundred bucks, at all that money. I mean, the only thing that I guess that in the end Tesla might gain is like price valuation, mm-hmm. like on their stocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if they lose all the money, they still have that. Yes. But other than that, there's nothing else. But yeah, anyway, it looks like the Midwest is now on board. I mean, they've been behind, but now they're they're working towards. The EV uh, infrastructure, as Toyota says, no. Yeah, hydrogen. <laughs> yeah, hydrogen? I mean, uh, Toyota, I think Toyota is. So I've hated on Toyota previously for this, for fighting against the EV world, but they're mm-hmm. sort of right, right? We're spoiled out here in that even the Midwest, who is behind, is now getting on board. Okay. But I would say even probably like Mexico and South. You know, all those countries are going to have problems getting EV infrastructure, getting EV, EV infrastructure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the subsidies that we have here for people who buy electric cars. Right. That's likely not going to happen in other countries. Right. You know, so Ooh. it's going to be very hard for people oh, to adopt. So that's that's they're looking macro. You so know. that's where Toyota's head is at. They're like, right. oh, well, you know, we're just going to stick with hybrids then because right, right. we're going to be the only ones. Ah, that's know? a very good point. Actually, yeah. you're right. That that makes a ton of logical sense. It does. It really, really does. I mean, they might not be big out here, but I mean, they'll have EVs eventually, and and then we'll we'll buy them out here. But they'll still have a huge presence in other countries. Right, and that's the bigger picture. That's the better game plan. Yeah, I think so. I think it's really smart on their part, actually. Yeah. So to your point, like south of um south of the U.S. border. There will be almost no infrastructure for EVs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just going to be corruption and lining pockets to build out that infrastructure down south. It, yeah. Not that it isn't here, because I'm sure there is. Yeah, that's why I got kind of. But it's cynical. just not as it's just not as prevalent or right. as big of a priority, right? right you know, right. like I mean, we we have the ability out here to focus on those things yes. because we don't have cartels right you know we don't have those major problems right you know? whereas right, right. in other countries you know even you no know, not just limiting to you know central and south america mm-hmm. you know what about like india and you know huge countries that you know right yeah what kind of infrastructure are they gonna have it's very similar to your yeah. point i mean my home country the philippines oh yeah it's a rat's nest of power lines in oh, many parts man. of the but down still no ev infrastructure uh, and j- actually japan has a problem too with the way that their power is set up apparently it's not set up on the right I'm gonna say Hertz. Okay. It was. It's the 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 country split into two, and half the country requires a lot more investment to get them to get them the infrastructure required for EV. So they have their own problems internally. Interesting. Yeah. So they're gonna have to catch up to that too, okay. unless Australia can save them somehow. Right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, those are your headlines. Let's get out from under the hood and into our next segment: Detroit versus L.A. Party in the USA. Randy. Yes. Um. And this is a little less car related. I mean, we talked about car and freedom last week, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, with the freedom of driving does come our your first party. You know, kind of getting together with yes. the with the crew. Yes. Um, yes. 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 I will say that I until I was until I graduated high school, I was like full nerd. Okay. When it came to partying. Okay. No liquor, no drugs in high school. 
in high school. Okay. Yeah, not, not I mean, didn't smoke a cigarette. I was as clean as you could be. I was about my books and about my sports. Okay. Were you? Yes. Oh, you were too. Yeah, I mean, I tried weed in freshman year, but I was never. In freshman I, year in high school? Yeah, but that, I was, that's the no to my question. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, I forgot weed counts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I pulled up Bill Clinton. Yeah. Um, you're right. But I, what I was going to say was I was never buying weed for myself to smoke by myself. Oh, you were just mooching it. <laughs> it was a social thing Got that it. I had done. Not too much. Yeah. No, say. for me, it wasn't until I graduated high school and that's when like the floodgates opened. Okay. For alcohol. Okay. Yeah. I didn't actually okay. delve into drugs until college, uh-huh. but you know, I, alcohol then it kind of picked up my first party Typical, like, you know, friends or uh, families out of town at the friend's house. So uh-huh. we're going to get together, have some beers. Okay. Do you remember your first party? Uh, I I remember my first shot for sure. of uh, Oh, vodka. you don't remember anything after that? <laughs> yeah. I was like woozy from half a shot of vodka. Oh, really? Yes. And yes. this was uh, in, I guess I was 16 or, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, you totally <laughs> lied about but this that's answer. Not, like, that was like one of the only times I ever drank. And it was to go to a, like. Um, like a hall party, so, uh, like somebody's like quinceanera type of party. Uh, oh, it's, so okay, it's not okay. like a house house party. Oh, uh, okay. I was thinking like party away from the family because no, you were with your family. I was with friends to do that shot. But okay. Otherwise, it was a family party almost. You could got say. it. Yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. damn. So your first drink was a shot, half a shot of vodka at sixteen. Smirnoff. My. First was a Heineken. Okay. At eight, the summer after I graduated high school, and I picked up smoking cigarettes at the same time. Ooh. Not because I wanted to be cool and smoke cigarettes, okay. but the only reason was because I couldn't keep the beer down unless I smoked <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it, like I we hadn't developed enough problems in our life yet for yes. beer to taste good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good way. Yeah, to it. so it was just it was kind of like that kind of how it all started. But that same summer for me, it went from from that house party to like raves. Okay, and it was like, I guess it was the goal was to get in as much partying as you could before leaving for college, because it was the last time. That our core group was going to be together in high from high school from high school, okay. and we knew that you know like a lot of the crew that we had. I don't know. There, there's like two different types of friends groups, right? There's the group where everyone's like really good friends with each other, and there's the group that like you're friends with like one or two people, but the rest of the group is only kind of friends through association. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yes, a thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you knew yeah. that like. If you pull the string on that, uh-huh. it's going to all fall apart eventually. Right. Um, so that's kind of how it was. So we kind of just went really hard with like everybody we knew from high school. Okay. And I attended my first rave. And was it at like a warehouse, LA warehouse? It was thing? a warehouse. And I, okay. I can't tell you. I think it was in City of Industry. But I couldn't tell you exactly where it was um, mm-hmm. anymore. But there was a huge line to get in. But when you drove up, I mean, it just looked like a giant warehouse sure. like there wasn't really anything major to it uh-huh. um, and you couldn't really hear anything outside but w- the line was so long 
that it took us a while to get sort of to the front door and we get to the front door there's like bouncers but it's like you're walking into a fedex yeah (laughs) (laughs) right you know it kind of looks like that and so there's no real sign of a party and i'm like talking to my friends and they're the ones that know and i'm like you know are you guys sure about this like is this legit you know and uh we parked a little far off because we got there a little late but we parked in like another warehouse like across the way Sketchy. not even across the street but like like across the way a bit and then walked up um and then we get in and it's like you know full-on rave right there's a big hall but like there's probably about i'm gonna say like a hundred feet and then it's just like giant warehouse shelving oh with like racks. boxes racks on racks on racks and boxes still on them with product still in it and there's just like like caution tape blocking everything off really and 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 there's a there's a pretty decent sized stage okay and then like the 100 feet of space that I'm talking about okay with people kind of chilling and partying and at the time it's like you know sparsely filled it's there's not a lot of people filled you know that they're making the line to make it seem more legit Oh, you know, really? yeah, because when you got in, it wasn't as full as they would want you to believe it was. Oh, you know, it was kind of scattered, okay. but it was super, super dark. OK, so we're kind of going there. I'm like, all right, this is cool. You know, like, I mean, it, it, it's the the year of EDM. This is 2000, 2005. OK, right. EDM is huge. Um, There's like it's like it's like a house. EDM that's kind of bumping. The DJ's all right. Everyone's kind of hopping around dancing. You're looking at the, like the candy ravers. They've got all this candy on them. Yeah. You know? yeah like yeah. all the girls have like a bra and panties on. Really? Yeah. Like there's like every <laughs> single dude has no shirt on. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's L- exactly what the stereotypical like 90s rave that we what, that we knew or, or hear people talk about. Okay. That's what I saw there interesting and but but generally everyone looked like they were all right or whatever there was no there were bathrooms but there were way too few bathrooms for the amount of people that were there. sure there were no porta potties of course there was no like bar right there was no no, no alcohol there was no one selling drinks no right which you know it's kind of at the time you don't really think about it this way but that's weird uh not at all for, for a rave, rave, no, you know, like that's not the number one reason. Uh, I that's know, not it's the number one. Yeah, right. right. So, like, I, I this is kind of my first exposure to that, right? To what that high looks like. Mm. So uh, we're chilling or whatever, and my friends are like, "Oh, let's go see the rest." And I'm like, "The rest? What are you talking about?" It's like, "Oh, there's there's more rooms." Okay. And I'm like, "What?" So then we go up like this thing of stairs, uh-huh. and then we enter a hallway. And you go through the hallway and maybe like 30 feet down, there's another door. And so this is like the second floor of the building. And you open the door and there's another like mini rave. Okay. And this is where you start seeing it's sort of like, have you seen Eyes Wide Shut? No, I have not. Okay. That's probably, I don't know what reference I could use, but it's like, it's like I slowly start seeing the demise of humanity okay. by opening these doors, <laughs> really? right? So I okay. open this door, and like there, it's like a different type of EDM playing. Sure. And then I look in, and there's like a dude just like standing in front of a speaker. Okay. Not moving, uh-huh. just directly in front of a speaker having music blast him. Oof. 
and there's like a bunch like a group of people like on the floor kind of like groping each other like cuddling oh so they're rolling cuddle puddles right oh, that's okay. where i learned right. about cuddle puddles okay okay and and it's like i mean you're thinking i bet you're thinking in your head that i opened this room and there's like 40 people in there it's like nah dude there's like 10 people Five of them on their ground stroking each other. One of the guys is on the, like in front of the speaker, and then the others are like sparsely, like around the room. Around the room, right? So I'm like, what the hell is this? Sure. So I'm like, oh, let's keep going. So then we keep going, and there was like three or four different rooms, all kind of showing worse and worse behavior. Okay. Right? In that progression, I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell you. Uh, you know, what room showed what. I just remember the first one dis- distinctly. But as you walk through the rooms, you started seeing people hand things to each other. Okay. Uh, You know, kind of dollar bills getting rolled up. For yeah, uh, for Coke. Yeah, like out in the open, like it was nothing. Okay. And, you know, when you're young, I mean, I, I was very naive, yeah. right? Especially just starting my partying. And I'm thinking this is kind of a legit event. This is a very, very underground event. Yeah. I don't even know how my friends got invited. Right. right? So um, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not really feeling all these other rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, it's like the seven levels of hell in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> we should probably bounce. So we're like walking through the place and we get lost. Like, if that's how big this place was. We get lost um, trying to navigate like the different racks or whatever. And we're just following the noise, but we keep hitting walls. So eventually we open a door and it goes outside. But I'm like, fuck, if we walk in through the outside, we have to get in line again. Right, right. And then get back in. Wow. So we retrace our steps, uh-huh. go back through these creepy ass rooms uh-huh. and make it try to make it back down to the to the rave. The main the room. main rave. Yeah. Um, as we are getting to the stairs mm-hmm. to go down to the main rave. All the lights come on. Oh. And it's <laughs> Let me <do> that. <laughs> it's uh it I don't I don't it's so hard to explain, but you know like you know how there's always this joke. It's been going on for for all my life where you know they say, Oh, people look really good in the dark at clubs, but as soon as you turn the lights on, everyone's busted. Yes. Everyone was busted. Oh really? Oh my god. It like everyone's like sweaty and gross. Oh yeah, for sure. And everyone's got that face, the fizz face. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like everyone's got the fizz face at this point. Wait, what's a fizz face? Like kind of like you smell piss. Oh and they're okay, like grinding okay. their teeth. Oh like, because of the E. Yeah, because of the E, right? right like you these, you've got people with like death stares like but they're having the times of their life like rolling and i'm like sure at that moment i'm like what the fuck am i doing here you know like i'm telling my friends i dude, what what'd you guys bring me here for Mm -hmm. so um at this point i'm like there's no alcohol there's not a chance in hell i'm doing e yeah you know and they you could have found anything there Mm -hmm. right so i'm like the lights are on i don't know what's going on and the all the doors swing open. There were mm. four doors like by the stage swing open and it's cops. Oh damn. Storming into the warehouse, dude, which was the stupidest idea. I I don't know what they thought was happening, but I mean I think they could have deduced that it was a rave. The, were they SWAT geared up? They weren't not? SWAT geared up, but okay. they were drawn. Oh shit. Yeah, they were drawn. And, um, or hand, or like or hand, hand on hand on hip some of them holding them down, right? And oh. kind of just storming in like SWAT style. 
Oh, I guess, okay. but they weren't SWAT teams. It was just regular beat cop looking guys. Uh-huh. But they storm into a rave where everybody's fucking high. Yeah. They make the music shut off and it's pandemonium, dude. Okay. Four doors. Uh-huh. At this point, the sprinkled people that were in the main stage was no longer sprinkled people. Most yeah. of the people had made it in already. Okay. So you're having people funnel through doors uh-huh. and trying to get away from the cops. Sure. And you could tell that the cops weren't really well, they couldn't arrest everybody. Mm-hmm. And you knew they would probably go for the organizers more than anyone else. Right. That makes sense. Right. So uh, the, so the cops are coming in. They're, tr- they're now starting to direct people. People are running out of the warehouse. And we're like, we're not doing that. We're going back again to the rear door. Because you knew that door <laughs> was there. Because we knew that door was there. Right. Okay. So we're now at this point, we're running. We're like, okay, the cops don't know about these other creepy rooms. Right. right if right. they make it up here while we're up here, we're going to get caught up with them. Mm-hmm. So let's make sure we charge. So we charge through this and we have trouble again finding it. We didn't know exactly where we were, but we finally made it out through the back. Okay. And we go out through the back. And we cross into another warehouse. I think we jumped the fence into that other warehouse to then walk across the street back towards our cars. Mm-hmm. And it at the car, uh, I'm not driving. My friends are driving. We make it to the car. We get into the car, and I look back, and my homies have the face. They took E? They took E. And they knew that. You know, I was a straight edge square, so, so they didn't, didn't tell me. me. Oh, so they didn't even tell me because they knew I was gonna be like, "Nah, dude, come on, like, kill, kick it with me. I don't have anything to drink." Right. Like, you know, like, oh, like okay. so you know, me being the square, they left me out, and these uh-huh. these dudes are frying in the back seat, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm, the driver too, and or? the driver. Oh. I wasn't DD. Like, one of my homies was the one that uh-huh. was driving, and I'm like, what the hell? So I'm so I tell him, I'm like, dude, we have no choice but to stay here like okay. we have to stay here now and luckily we're on an off-site parking lot mm-hmm. but i mean you can see cop lights as far as as your eyes go right really? i mean it's packed uh-huh. and people are running out and everyone that's got their cars parked in this warehouse they're screwed right yeah. but eventually it looks like the cops kind of part a little bit and start letting people go we waited in that car for maybe like two hours okay um and then i was like all right now i'm gonna i feel okay okay i'll i'll drive us out of here okay and i was admittedly very pissed oh you were yeah i made them wait there and freak out yeah (laughs) i made them wait there and freak out for that shit i'm like you guys should have told me like you know we're gonna figure this out Uh but anyway so um i'm like well like i still gotta bypass the cops you know they're at this point they've dispersed a bit there's some people there. I think pretty sure that at this point they're just talking to the organizers and figure, making sure that they're taking all their gear out. Mm-hmm. I never knew what came of that. Mm. But, yeah, we uh, I drive and the only way out from that warehouse was to go through the cops because on the other direction was a dead end. OK, so we pass by and the cops is like shining a light in the car sure i'm like i really hope they don't see these dumbasses here uh-huh. like uh-huh. whatever they pretend they're asleep and so i'm driving and they're and they're like oh what you know what are you doing here and i was like ah you know we were we were part of this event and you know so you owned up to it i well, honestly had no other way to yeah. describe what i was doing in that area yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. i realized i was like i gotta i gotta tell the truth and i'm like look man 
I, I we got invited to this. I thought it was a legit event. And then we go in there and it's fucking chaos. And I want to have nothing to do with that. And so we left. We waited in the car for shit to the drama to die down and and then wanted to drive out. And they're like, and so he's like, have you been drinking? And I'm like, you go ask them. They weren't even offering drinks in there. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so you have something else on you. Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck. Do you think your friends had any? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. But I'm like, what am I going to say? I don't know. So right. I was like, no, I, I don't have anything on me. I, I figured that wasn't a lie, right? Right. Because right. I didn't have anything on me. I'm like, no, I don't have anything on me. I'm completely sober. Like, look at me. Like, And I was like, you can breathalyze me, do whatever you want. Like, that's fine. Um. But I was also a naive, naive, right? Because because when I said that, <laughs> it when sounded I, nerdy the way you said it. When I said that, <laughs> yeah, they could have like taken that as I'm, you're free to search. Right, that's true. And if they would have had true. something on them, we would have been fucked. Absolutely true. They claim they had nothing on them. I don't believe them to this day. To this day, well, okay. I don't really talk to them anymore. Okay, but I don't it. believe. That they weren't holding something. Okay. I mean, they weren't being honest with me from the beginning, obviously. Sure. So the cop is like, uh, all right, you can go. And then they wave me through. Okay. And that was my first rave experience. And from there on, I never went to a warehouse rave. So was that so okay, so this is oh five. Was text message text messaging was a thing already? I think it still cost twenty five cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it probably did. Yeah, You're right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it still like cost twenty five cents, ten cents a text. Yeah. yeah, so people were mostly calling. To your point, yeah. Oh shit, flyers man. were still a thing. Flyer. So that's how they knew about it. That's how. Yeah, there so were flyers for this event. And your friends brought the ecstasy with them, or did yes. they buy? It? Yeah, no, they they brought it with them. They brought it with them. They brought it with them. Yeah. That's a weird era. And that's a crazy story. I've never done a rave. Yeah, I mean, I always heard about it. Yes. But I too. never I never thought I would be part of one. OK. Like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you never had experience. I don't know that the Midwest does stuff like well, that. Well, techno was invented in Detroit. Uh, what like Moby? <laughs> no, not Moby. Um, Who? Carl, Carl Craig is the, mo oh, one of the most okay, famous okay. ones. OK. Yeah. So techno was invented in Detroit and kind of. The way house music in Chicago evolved was kind of based around the techno movement that started. So there had to have been. So there were. Yeah. And I was aware of them. I went. I, I worked at Mr. Rags at the time. Okay. Which you, is? Which is a um, hip hop and raver clothing store. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> in 2000, actually. Hip oh, wow. So we sold Jinko jeans and Echo um, oh, hoodies. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say. And Pure Players and... I, uh, triple five soul. So yeah, yeah, man. Wow. And skateboards. So that's why I know how to build a skateboard, even though that's the easy thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I worked at one of those stores. We sold the candy raver, like neon shits. And why did you work there? Because my friend worked there. Oh, uh, okay. And yeah, you know, like that type of clothing was in at the time. I'm surprised you never got hooked up with any other raver kids. That's exactly part of my point. It yeah. was like, I was just as square as you were. In yeah. terms of just, well, generally everything. Right. Weed was hard to get. Yeah. Period. For right. Us, right. At the time. So that's why I only was a casual smoker. Yeah. Or at least I was not in the circles of the potheads. Um, so I wasn't interested in that stuff. I didn't really start drinking like 
ca- like casually or whatever till my late twenties or when I moved out here. Real? So you probably had like a two year window. Cause since I've known you, yes, you don't drink. <laughs> oh no, I drink. I drink. I can have a beer. A beer is not beer. drinking though. <laughs> I can have like you know, I can have five or six beers in a night and feel it. And oh, oh yeah, yeah, without puking, without puking. So you you're, you're saying your puke limit is six? Probably six beers, and that's because I'm full. Because that's a lot of just content. So uh, if quantity. we spread them out enough, mm-hmm. absolutely, you'll be fine. I can hang. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, I've seen you glowing. Oh, yeah, Asian But glowing. I've never seen you drunk. Yes, that's true. Because yeah. And the reason for that is because I was always um, self-conscious of the Asian glow thing. Really? Yes. So, why? Uh, because there's not a lot of Asians in the Midwest. Uh, and so they're like, why are you so fucking red? You must be wasted after one beer. Gotcha. And that was just never my like. They I didn't understand what no, was going on. And I had to make a fucking story for why. Here I'm everyone Asian. thought it was endearing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, really? yeah, no one's roasting. No one was roasting Asian people here for the for the glow. I was never made fun of. OK, I'm not going to say no one, but right, I was right, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody was like, oh, you know, like, are you OK? You know, like. And that's generally what I got. Oh, okay, okay. But being a minority, I was just self-conscious about it all. Right. So that's why weed was my party, whatever. Oh, uh, gotcha. I ever, or, or just my vice. Let's call it my yeah. vice. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's why I never liked, cared for drinking or whatever. But when I hit, like, you know, my late 20s and 30s, I don't care. I'm not self-conscious about anything. I'm just, you know, more confident in myself. I, don't, I could care, give two shits if I'm Asian glowing yeah. on the street. Or at a restaurant now, so I don't even care. And that's thus my, you know, I, I can drink a little bit more. I'll just say a little bit more. Yeah. I, well, I, st- I started drinking at 21 minus three. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's the American story. We had a liquor store okay. in our na- neighborhood. It's not a small neighborhood. I mean, in L.A. Yeah. That every 18-year-old knew that's where you could go. He was cool. The and he was, was cool. cool. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was a total creepy looking dude. Okay, sure. But he didn't check IDs. He would say, are you are you 21? And you would say, yes. And then you'd walk out with your shit. Dang, yeah. man. Like, I mean, and he was there. I mean, as far as I know, he's still there. I need to go check it out. You Never should. had a problem. Okay, okay. Never had a problem. But yeah, I mean, I drank. Like, I mean, like beer pong, rage cage type of drinker until I was like 28 and then (laughs) everything shut down. Okay, so because I didn't I didn't uh, live on campus, I commuted to school. So did I. (laughs) (laughs) Then that's not an excuse either. Yeah, yeah. So I'll add another layer. All my friends were four years older than me. Oh, okay. So the drinking age in Canada is 19. Okay. Legally. Legally, yeah. So they would go to Canada once they all hit 19. I'm only 14, 15. Uh, when they're all partying in Canada, I hear the stories after when I see them. You're like, oh, yeah, we were at in Windsor, Canada last weekend. Yeah. At this, at this club. So they got all that out of the way. Once I hit 19, they're already 21. Damn, they're almost out of college. Yes. Uh, well, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're so, right. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took Aged. me a while too. Like, <laughs> yeah. So so they're already uh, drinking in the states or in Detroit or whatever, doing their thing. Yeah. I'm just old enough to drink in Canada. 
I have a girlfriend that I go to visit every Saturday. That's, you know, party yeah. night. Oh, yeah. So I'm hanging out with her instead of my friends on the weekends. Uh, While they're at the clubs in Michigan, I'm just in Windsor hanging out. So you're drunk on that banana. <laughs> <laughs> You could, one could say, <laughs> yeah. one could say, yeah, because you're not doing hardcore drinking with the girlfriend. No, you know? exactly. at that age, you're doing hardcore drinking with the homies. Yeah. If so. anything, it was like hardcore boba. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you literally were, boba. Like, oh, man. So yeah. You, uh, so Which we call bubble tea in the Midwest. You call that here, too. OK. OK. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It had it had it, it was called out here, too. I mean, it's yes. Oh, man. So I was very domesticated at an early age because of the gap between my friends and I. It's fro- probably for the best. It is. I think so, too. Not that I think we so didn't too. end up in the same place. Correct. But, correct. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it's safer that way. I mean, well, I will say that what I tell young kids now that are in high school is, like, go away to college. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because when you're 21, 22 – Yes, you can go back to college. Yeah. But you can't live in the dorm without being creepy. I think 21, 22 you can. Or like you can't be over I think, 22. I think past. I think, yeah, there you go. Past That's a good. 22. Past the graduation age. Yes. Now, I mean, you might even lost the desire. Well, you definitely know? because Cause you kids. sort of like college. You sort of practice. You're practicing partying. Yes. Yes, you're you learning know? partying, you're yeah. partying. If you start at 22 yes. and and have to yeah, you're the old guy amongst a bunch of Yeah, I mean you're not looking gotta, that old at 22. You don't look old, but, but it's you know you are hard, old. It's going to be hard for you to keep up. Yeah. Cuz yeah. by the time everyone else is 22, everyone's got their drinking clicks, their oh, crews, you know, okay. their their groups. Yeah. Or yeah. everyone's fraternityed up. Or, okay. you know, whatever. Right, so it's right, a lot right, harder right. to get into that. I mean, to put it that way, right? Like, it was rare that guys rushed for fraternities when they came and they were 22, right? Yeah, like, it's for a sure. Lot harder it's weird. To, it's a lot harder to do it's that. It's just weird. Yeah. And then people ask you, well, the first question is, what's your major? Right? Oh, when my you meet God. Somebody, yeah, yeah, dude. Hey, what's your major? Yeah. And then maybe how old you are. Yeah, right? yeah. Because you don't, you don't look the age of the peers if you're 22 and you're talking to an 18-year-old. Are you sure? Sometimes, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Asians, sometimes, yeah. Asians might be different. Or Although different we did have, like, there was the occasional, like, 30-year-old that yes. didn't give a fuck. Right, right. And he was the coolest dude. Really? So, yeah. I mean, it was never <laughs> nobody. It was cared, never huh? an issue. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, occasionally. The thing is, if you're if you are creepy, you will be perceived as creepy. That's true. You know. So as long as you're not creepy, it's not a big deal. That's true. Yeah. But I guess ultimately, your the point is, and I think you agree. You want to like grow with that with your peers. Yeah. In college. Yeah. And you can't. It's really hard to do after your graduating age. Yeah. So I always tell them, don't think too much about the money. Just finish, but go away for college. Yeah. Live that life because I didn't, and I regret it, quite frankly. Yeah. It's. it's I a, mean, there was one place I lived at that we were one violation away from eviction. Nice. And we didn't know it until we moved out, <laughs> luckily. And we were partying super. I mean, it was every week we had parties it was this little apartment okay i mean i won't say it's the size of this garage but you can imagine it's a little apartment it's this garage and it was in the second floor and we were stuffing it with people i know we were annoying right okay uh but our neighbors are super cool how is that possible i don't know dude i i think about it often and i'm like how the hell did we live there so long yeah i mean there was a lot of disaster that happened in that apartment but our neighbors were i wish 
I still knew all of them. Okay. So I could, you know, say thank you. And, or, and sorry. Yes. <laughs> and sorry, especially. Old man, you old yeah. man. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we had, uh, there was a, a couple of guys that wanted to move in with us because of this, because we partied a lot, right? Okay. Okay. So the next year they moved in. We didn't know that this is why they wanted to move in with us. But uh-huh. because we got so close to eviction and we did it so hard for like two straight years, by our third year, we were like, okay, we're got to tone it down. We're going to tone it down. We're done. We're not going to party. And this guy, the guy that moved in with us, hated us for it. <laughs> oh, He's really? like, dude, as soon as I move in, you guys don't party at all. Like, you guys don't <laughs> do shit. Like, what happened? Uh-huh, you guys used to uh-huh. party so much. And I was like, yeah, damn, that sucks. Like, people wanted to live with us for that crap. That's crazy. But it was nuts. It was, uh, I, I'd still, like, if for some reason you were na- our neighbors at Park West, you would know exactly who we are. Mm-hmm. This is Park West and Irvine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for, for some reason, you are listening to this podcast. I am very sorry. And so to, to kind of follow up on that, I'd never gone to, like, a shoulder-to-shoulder movie type of party like in i mean i'll date myself with my references like uh, clueless or whatever those kinds of parties people jumping into the pool from the roof like i've never done oh you never experienced that no i think i'm ever. i think this means that i'm gonna need to throw one more party <laughs> <laughs> at your house then <laughs> yeah sure absolutely okay. it can't happen here it'll be a bunch of old men falling asleep uh, <laughs> ah dude there's no, I was always pretty good about that. Yeah, uh, keeping be, the party alive. You, really? Yeah. Uh, okay. I I I know it's probably the worst thing to brag about, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was all I was the one always looking for empty hands. Ah. I always made sure. Dude. Okay. I, okay. That was for me. That was the. That's the way to keep it going. The indicator of a good host. It, that's also yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not giving you food. I'm not giving you a bathroom. Yeah, I might not even give you a bed, <laughs> but your hand will always have a beer in it. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. So it should be, but you're probably right. Yes, I'm gonna have to uh, enlist some of the younger folks to. Yeah, man, I don't have the energy to for that shame shit. you <laughs> into staying awake. Yeah, well, we'll oh see. man. Yes. But anyway, let's get into our next segment. Back to card-related stuff. Track day withdrawals, Randy. Yes. I it's been five weeks since my last track day. Just five? Just five? It seems like it was just yesterday. It was in August. Is my at point. At the end of August. To you it seems just like yesterday. To mm-hmm. me it feels like forever, man. Okay. I so like over the recent like last couple of weeks, and I think the Long Beach Grand Prix had a lot to do with it too. Mm-hmm. Um you kinda go I, I went I go into the mode where I'm like did do I even remember how to do it? Oh, yeah. You know, sure. like, will the car run the same? Oh, it was the summer break, though. Are too, there going right? to be? Yeah, but, I, I, like, it's almost necessary to take because it's so damn hot. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I, I have the need to practice, right? The like need I, for speed. The need, the need for speed. The need for the adrenaline rush. Okay. You know, you don't – you can't get that anywhere. Like – some people, oh, you can go to the canyons. Nope, you won't get the same thing. Oh, you can go, you That's know, true. drag race somebody. Nope, it won't be the same thing. Man. That's also true. There's nothing like hitting the speeds that you hit at a track, even at like Bunt Willow, where you're not hitting 130 like Auto Club. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just a different experience. Mm. And so, yeah, I've been like itching to go back. Okay. Um, and I know I have a a lot of work to do, but you know, it's just. 
there's a big lull right now for a lot of people. I think a lot of people that I usually go to the track with, like Jaime, he's getting his car prepped for wheel to wheel. So he doesn't have a car to run with. Um, a lot of the people that I usually go to the track with are taking this break. And I guess you should be taking this break because of the heat. Yes. But I'm like, man, I, I need I need to go back. Okay. My next day is mid-October. So I still got two more weeks. NASA Button Willow or Willow NASA, NASA Button Willow. Okay, okay. Yeah, NASA Button Willow. But still, it's like, I'm like, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm mm. definitely ready to go. Okay. I, I like uh, Carlos mentioned that I should probably get into karting. And I think that might be something to get into. Really? Yeah. Not like buy my own cart, but like go to like oh. a, you know, a, a pay and pay and ride place and just ride car. Not like K1, a little more serious. So, than that. Oh, that's what I was going to yeah. ask you was a little bit more than a little bit more than like K1. OK, but yeah, just to get practice in, get the, you know, vibe because the sim I've been like. I've been like reviewing footage, yeah. going on the sim like obsessively, um, just trying to grasp to the idea that I haven't forgotten everything. Okay, and okay. I, I know I haven't forgotten everything, but it just feels like when you're out of practice, it's gonna take you a while to get back into it. So why not K one? Just out of curiosity, it's apparently not the same as real carding. As real carding, so apparently oh, real carding is okay. way more abusive on you. And like on the body, require exert you exert more energy. It's a mm -hmm. lot. The carts are a lot stiffer. Uh huh. It's a lot harder to uh to drive. Okay. So it's a more it's genuine experience, I guess, if you're looking for like racing fitness. I see. Whereas K one is kind of more. They're more plush. It's not bad. I mean, you could get away with K one. It's not like it's not practice. Sure. You know? It's right. you're still driving a car. Yes. Um, we should go to we we've talked about this a lot, and that yeah we have. Now that it comes up again, we should be doing that. Yeah, we should be. There's one out here. There's one like yeah, ten minutes from this place. Yeah, we sh we should do that. Yeah, take Franco with us. Yeah, that's it's it's overdue. Yeah, because I used to go at lunchtime at work. Right, right, all right. the time. It's crazy that, about you that you have time to squeeze that in. You yeah, know, an hour. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Hell right. yeah, do a couple laps, go back. We didn't yeah. eat, but. Right. It, it was fun. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we, we should definitely do that. I definitely look into that. I mean, that would kind of satisfy the urges to go back to the track because it's been very annoying. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you to, know, like not have the practice. Damn, we should. I mean, I could even have the kids in the ride along cart. Yeah. Right. There's literally no reason to not do this. Yes. And it's so cheap. I mean, well, okay. There's I don't know what the, about the helmet situation anymore. Oh yeah, I mean we have. I have my own, but you don't have one for your kid. That's true. Well, ask yeah. me that. Yeah, <laughs> do so it third the, world yeah, style. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh man, but anyway, like for me, it's been five weeks. For you, it's been much longer. Yes. Right. I mean, you mentioned you caught the bug. Yeah, but there's a but there. But yeah, it's just um, you know, even the week after the auto club and i did hit you know the roval as aggressively as my mind would let me which mm -hmm. was pretty damn fast mm -hmm. right high 120s maybe 130 um yeah i don't i don't know i don't know that um i feel the urge to go back i still want to hit laguna seca yeah but it is the corkscrew the more i drive it on grand even just gran turismo the crazier that corkscrew is and like the weight transfer and like the potential for spin out could be and like 
I'm sure I take it a lot more easy than I do on Gran Turismo. Yeah. Knowing that, that I could crash and hurt myself. And I've heard from like at least three people recently in like different interviews, just randomly talking about stuff. They mentioned Laguna Seca. Mm. And everyone obviously undoubtedly asks about the corkscrew. Yeah. And everyone tells, says it's underwhelming. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe, it's maybe like it won't be as bad. Mo- more than I think. Yeah. That, yes. Yeah. And well, I think this year or last year. Mm-hmm. This y- year. This year, you got to dip your toes in. Yes. And you got excited. Yes. But you haven't taken the full dive. Well, the full dive would be to build a car, right? Right. Which takes us into our next segment. <laughs> yeah. Good, good transition. <laughs> yeah. So Rolex versus Timex. Yes. I have a problem, John. Yes, you do. I have eyes for Rolex. Yeah. With the budget of Timex. Yes. Also, and we got caught on this because we were on another podcast um, being interviewed, or I got caught, and I think he identified it well, the interviewer. Um, I have a car, the S2000, which is a great platform. Yes. And the butt of that is, is that it's so nice in terms of its OEM like setup that it, it it hurts me to make it a track spec car, which is drill into the trunk and put in a big wing. Um, there are, there are already solutions for that by a different trunk. No, right? what there are suction cup, suction cup mounts for wings. Now there are. Yes, really. And that's the, effective and it's effective. You have to, I mean, you would have you have to repump them like every track day, but they're effective. They're tested, tried. People have used them on the track. That's very interesting. Uh, yeah, that's very interesting. Yes. So part of where the Rolex versus Timex situation that my mind goes through is is I want to do Aero next. I actually want like you know bumper at the very least. Okay. And rear diffuser, mostly for looks. Right. But if I'm going to get it, I might as well have something that um, is wind tunnel tested. Right. So it's not just looks, but it actually has function. Right. And I'm very much a function over form type of person. The problem with a highly functional or well-functioning arrow is that for the S2000, I always look at the brands and I become a, a brand snob. Yeah. I'll call it that. And that's unfortunate because... The a bumper, just the front bumper, unpainted, is two grand. What the? F- are you serious? Vol- I thought Hondas were supposed to be cheap. A Voltex front bumper for the S2000 or Spoon, two grand, not painted. Oh my! But you don't need a bumper, do you? But I want a bumper. <laughs> the, the, first, I almost mean, first. I guess I gotta take a look at it. Yes. Oh, you want a bumper first? I do, kind of. Yeah. Two grand. Two man. grand. That's that's the problem. But, okay, so but why? Why why does it have to be? I mean, um, do they make replicas? They what? do, and oh. so that's the that's the Timex thing, right? Okay. It's like okay, so I can get a copy of a Rolex, right? Yes. Which is like a Timex, right? But it just makes me feel dirty in a certain way, in the sense that it's like, you know, companies like Voltex and Spoon, they put so much time, money, R and D. Yes, I'm getting overcharged a lot because it's made in Japan and shipped over. So I'm paying a container shipment cost. So those are only $1,200 bumpers in Japan. That's an honorable way of thinking about it. Right. Or you can realize that they don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) 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 That's true. You know, yes, yes, yes. It's it's hard because, yes. Like, okay, 
here's it, it's it's definitely a difficult debate because I, I i honestly believe what you said is true you know yes. like mm-hmm. the people that that the people that invested in the r&d mm-hmm. deserve the compensation yes right they right. absolutely deserve the compensation mm-hmm. but at the same time that's not within your reach it's not within my reach period. right so well yes i mean i'd have to sacrifice a lot or wait for a used one which is never going to happen almost. do any other companies make bumpers that are like smaller than the spoon or the voltex that are like decently arrow like uh, yeah so okay i guess i guess the, i guess it goes back to that what these bumpers have been tested the uh, vortex is specifically yes so to the to add to this you were at the long beach grand prix mm-hmm. last week you saw the evasive spec Yes. 2000 yeah. and our friend Carla Pestotnik yeah. um the project import S2000 that she drove. Yes. So what do you think? Oh, so the evasive blue S2000 mm-hmm. has the front bumper that I'm talking about. Okay. Voltex front bumper. Yes. What do you think the full wide body kit for on that car costs them? On the evasive? On the evasive one. 10 grand. No. Am I too high? Too low. Are you serious? $32,000 on their site. Yes. Are you? And what is, what the hell? They have have fenders. They have the. um, It's just, okay. It's just fenders, front bumper, rear bumper, and. Spoiler. uh, Sorry. um, Fender arches because it's a wide body. Fender arches for the rear. For the rear. It's it's just not not new quarter panels, just fender arches. Correct. Yes. Probably a diffuser. Okay. So it's like, and front, like front diffuser and rear diffuser. Okay. Done. Thirty-two grand on their website. Nah, man. And that's why. Nah, I mean, it's uh. Well, I definitely wouldn't spend thirty-two grand for the S two thousand. No, I man. might as well get a Porsche and just se- order the replica off eBay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a full kit. So we're talking. That's a full race spec, fully tested wind tunnel kit. I just don't think that the gains on a front bumper merit two grand. Right, but then you get the prestige, just like a Rolex, just like like you know. Do you a, get the prestige? There's prestige. There's only pre- people who buy thirty two thousand dollars <laughs> body kits would recognize that prestige. That's right. Yes, just like Jordans. Only so, dudes so this notice is, that you're wearing that special color. So way. this is specifically to head nod. Uh huh. Another guy that got taken for a ride. <laughs> Yes, and I'm not in the business of impressing oh dudes. Oh my god, or even dude. Other Yeah, chicks. I guess. Yeah, I guess right. it's the flex factor. But also for me, it is a little bit like. Well, you, I mean, you are getting a different level of quality. But is it worth a twelve hundred dollar difference or eighteen? Yeah. I'm sure you're getting the quality. Yes, right. I think for me, it's the function that you're not getting. You don't think you're getting the function? I think with two thousand dollars, you can get you can do way more with a front splitter and a wing. You can get a full replica kit for two grand. Unpainted. Oh, are you serious? Probably, yeah. The reps are really cheap, and there's reps for all of them. But I don't think you're ready for a wide body kit. Are you? I'm not for doing a, wi- a wide body. Oh, no, you're not doing wide body. No, no, that's no, what. No, so no. that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, instead of why don't you instead of buying that front bumper uh-huh. do like front splitter plus uh, like lip and splitter. lip and splitter in the front. Yeah, and uh, a nice spoiler in the rear. 
that would transform the car while getting you your bang for your buck in terms of aero. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just have the Rolex tastes. But you could get a, you could get a Rolex Xbox. front lip and a Rolex rear wing. You know I what could, I mean? I could, and the Rolex front uh, bumper. Yeah, that I'd want I, is I, a two thousand dollars. I know it's stupid. It's how really about, stupid. How about this, man? Stop flexing with the car and let's flex with your times. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question and that's a good point. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where my head – I really don't know where my head you is. You know what, the like, the hard – I think a really hard flex on the S1000 is? What? A hard top. The hard tops are nice. You know how much an OEM hard top costs? How much? On the street now? Twelve grand. Six grand. Okay. Originally, That's better than the wide body kit. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but originally they were 1500 bucks from Honda. Damn, so they're hard to find. They're hard to find, and they're highly sought. Honda's not going to make them again with they're, their new... They were supposed to, or there was rumor, they were asking owners what they wanted from OEM, kind of like the, oh, the, right, re, right. the, the OEM rebuild thing. Yeah. And that was right before um, COVID hit. Six grand. Yes. Oof. I know. So that and they get stolen uh, like readily because they're worth that much on the street. You just break the glass, unclip it and off you go with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like a it's a, it's almost better to just buy a shit box like EG. Yeah. Or something and just build it up because then I don't feel bad about bastardizing such a. But are you going to do that? No, not, uh, not yeah. in the near term. Not in the near term. Like, yes. I mean, you're not. I don't know. Like, that's the part that confuses me. You're not butchering that unless you go wide body. Right. There's nothing that you could do that, that you, couldn't, you undo. couldn't undo. Right. Right. right you know, right, unless right. you unless you do your GT wing, of course, that's going to require drilling into the trunk. But you don't necessarily have to do that. Yes. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. if you do, if you do do front arrow, you have to do do. <laughs> uh, rear arrow, absolutely have to. Okay, okay. So uh, it has to be a rear diffuser. Yeah, but like I said, there are suction suction cup options if you just wanted to be a track thing. Right. Right. Which yeah. ideally, if you have a GT wing, it should just be a track thing. That's and true. I've considered it too. Yeah. Because of different classing. Okay. You know, like there might be classes that allow me to go with a wing and there might be classes that don't. Oh, so you have that. So it'd be easy to just take it on and take it off. But it's almost just as easy to swap trunks. I already have two trunks. So. Oh, you do? Yeah. I have the original trunk that the guy took off to replace because he didn't want to drill into it, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So when I bought the M3, it came with two trunks. But anyway, yeah, back to your thing. I. It's dumb, right? I it's, get, I get, yeah, yeah. It's I dumb. Yeah. Bottom line, put it's simply, stupid. put simply, it's dumb. It's dumb because obviously, like, I'm not hardcore Honda to where the spoon name and the Voltex name mean big things to me. Right. I understand what they are. Yes. But it's it, like being a Nike fan. Yeah. You know? It's not gonna. It's like, yeah. And so my mindset goes to, well, if I can't afford the real thing, then why would I buy the fake? Yeah, that, but it's that, preventing you from enjoying the car because I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, mm-hmm. you're not gonna enjoy it any less once it's done. You know, if you go with the Timex, you know parts. Right, right. right if right, you right, right. It, and if you spend time working on the S2K, uh-huh, you uh-huh. do your arrow on it, you kind of race it out a little mm-hmm, bit. I said mm-hmm. race, not rice. <laughs> uh, yes, then you know you're yes. gonna you're gonna love that car, man. Yeah, no, that's true. That's yeah. I mean, and if you get the spoon, if you get the Voltex, man, mm-hmm. if you have an off, 
and you fuck up that bumper, <laughs> that's the end. That's a very, very strong point. Yeah, you need to prepare for that, man. Yeah, like, and that's what freaks me out also a little bit, right? right? Just even though I've been and I push myself pretty damn hard, I would say. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the off, the potential to go off. It's going to happen. And yeah. ruin the car. And I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to like if you are put because if you go off and you wreck the car. Yes. Either there was a significant malfunction. Yes. Which probably overlooked something. Uh huh. Or you were driving well beyond your limits, which is not just not in your personality. That's right? also true. Yeah. If you have true. an off while on the limit, for uh-huh. the most part, it's going to be controlled or it's not going to cause a lot of chaos. Oh, OK. Right. Okay. I mean, okay. you'll like. I mean, I've spun out since that first time into E36. I've spun out three times. Really? Yeah. Mm. Once at did the Willow Springs one that lost my bumper mm-hmm. that I spun out at Auto Club. Then I s- or Auto Club happened twice, uh-huh. I think, actually. OK. okay. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, you, you learn you sort of learn car control. I, I think that's not something it's going to happen that you'll spin out or you might go off, mm-hmm. but you'll know how to control it. OK. Yeah. So but, you know bumpers splitters are not something you can protect everything else like important on the car won't go bad right but you're you might lose a bumper even doing things the right way (laughs) so it's better i think it's better i mean i I don't know it is 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 the aftermarket really that much better than the oem look uh in the case of spoon and voltex i believe so yeah Cause don't didn't you think that a basic spec S two thousand looked damn good? I'm gonna be honest. You didn't. I did look. At, I thought they looked great. Yes. I thought they were still stock S two K. Oh, you mean like just the bumper? Just, they just yeah, the yeah. I didn't. Bumper. I didn't put. I didn't put that much observation That's into intri- it, dude. It's such a Nike Honda. Yeah, thing exactly. Right? right. So yeah, like, it, totally it's, right. it's going to be only other S two thousand owners that you're going to be flexing on. Yeah, that's true. And it's yeah. just a bunch of dudes mostly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I just mean, like the Nike thing, like I said, man. And I have that problem. I do. Yeah. I'm added to the fact that I'm a cheap ass, so yeah. I won't. Deny Which honestly, that. those are kind of contradictory a bit. What do you mean? Because the frugalness tends to drive you to cheap shit to lower cost options right or cheap shit too right 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 because there there there's rolex there's timex and then there's like nixon yes right yes. or i, I yeah. live in the nixon world or target cheap shit right yeah or yeah like no because that's timex a swap meet watch a swap meet watch Let's that's like that. way down yes. we don't even look at that that's okay. like ebay okay yes, right that's absolutely. like ebay non-branded yes. parts right. right right but i live in nixon land okay where okay. it's reputable parts they have science that backs them up uh-huh, uh-huh. but they're smaller boutique shops or not high volume stuff uh-huh. That works mm-hmm. and you it makes the car look good. It's okay. functional. Sure. And you have the customer service to back it up. OK. Why not go with that option? You you. OK. I always talk down my E36. You always mention how it's not too far away from being a SEMA car. <laughs> <laughs> Which is you're right. You're right. I do. <laughs> you know, Just, and that is yeah. a, that honestly, I would say that car is more Timex. Your car. That, is yeah. More Timex. Is more Timex than it is. Rolex. Rolex. Well, that that's for sure. Right? It's got Apex race wheels, right, which are proven track wheels. Right. 
but they are a lower budget wheel. Your pure function. Your car is pure, pure, pure function. Pure function. Pure function. No, pr- no, not. Ho- there's, there's no snobbery. No, let's just say it. There's nothing pretty about it. There's no to, snobbery. There's with no your snobbery. Car. No. It's there's no, never. There's it's no about snobbery. safety and yeah. function. Safety. I mean, like the whole interior is black. I didn't even right. go flashy with the colors. That's the theme of your car. Yeah, yeah. Is safety and function. Yes. Mine is more street, maybe tr- street prestige. Yeah. Less track. Yeah, that's where I think my um my head is at I, with with the S two thousand specifically. It makes more sense to be Rolex in that in that right for exactly, sure. and that's why I struggle because it's um I've got a stupid expensive taste. But you already got the wheels. I do have the wheels because I got a stinking good deal on yeah, it. Yeah, and that's I do camp on the f- Facebook groups. I mean, to, you've you've got wait. you've got the flex factor flex factor already. I do a little bit, uh, just yeah. a touch. Yeah, nothing nothing super crazy. Yeah, I mean, what like wheels. Everybody's gonna notice a bumper. Clearly, not everybody's gonna notice. Maybe, maybe you're right. You right, know, you're right, so yeah. I mean, maybe go carbon fiber hood or something. I don't know. That th- if that's you want to be cons- flashy, that's crossed my mind also. But I would rather go bumper first. Yeah, I mean, it- honestly, I would too. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend. I actually moved away from bumpers now because I mean, front lips are so nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think a bumper would be good. Bumper spoiler is where I'm headed in my yeah. brain, and rear diffuser functional or not. Bumper and front, like front spoiler, Fr- uh, front bumper and possibly a spoiler if necessary, and a rear spoiler. Voltex, it's all in one with that two thousand bucks. Oh, you get like it's like an it's extended a functional, bumper. It's a functional uh, lip spoiler. Functional how? Like, do they have wind testing? They do. Oh, They're okay. Japanese, man. They're they're fucking crazy with that shit. Okay. Yes, yes. I'll, I'm definitely going to take a look, th- look at that because, like, yeah, two grand. Right. I'm guessing the differences are for, like, when you're at, like, ten tenths. Right. And you're Mario Andretti. <laughs> <laughs> Schumacher. Let's uh, reference one of Schumacher, our. Schumacher. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Or, or you're Schumacher. Yes, which we are not. And yeah. I definitely will never be. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, you yeah, never know. It's no, never too late. I, I man. know. I know. That's I will never, not be. I mean, yeah, you might not be. You might not get to F1 levels. Yes. But maybe you become a super impressive driver. Maybe. With Timex budgets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's all like I said, it, it's almost more sensible to just buy a $2,000 car. Yeah. And rip it to shreds like Jaime did, let's say. Right. And yeah. You know, it drives. I, you know, might even get a back seat out of it in some cases. But that it's not sensible because you're creating a fictitious scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I love your quips, man. That, that's why this show works. That's why this because, podcast yeah, works. Yeah, like you're right. You're, you're not going to do that. Like if you were telling me right now, oh, we're going to buy an EG, I'd be like, OK, that is 2K. You're going to it's going to be nothing but Midas touch. You yes. Know? Right, right. But you're right, not. Right, right, right. And like, I know you want it to look dope. Yes. That's that's the key. You know, so like let, let, we don't have to go eBay Timex. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's go Nixon. Let's go Nixon. You know, like, I mean, we race bread components is known for making functional splitters for the for the S2K specifically. Yes, they are. Um, you know, we could either we can make an air dam or get you a fancy like cheaper bumper option. I mean, there's rep lips for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, or that, or that. Yes, and you could start there. You know what I mean? I like, could. Do you like? You I don't know that you've played Legos enough with the car to know what the final 
option is going to be, right? What you really like and what you don't like. Well, here's the thing with this car. There's a lot of um, it's already been done. Yeah. A lot of already been done. Right. I have the Japanese magazine, which you've seen float here once in a while. That yeah. has all the Japanese tuner parts. All That's my Bible for the S2000. Got it. And that's unfortunately where my head lands with for a lot of the shit that. I dream up yeah. when I'm window shopping yeah. for the car, unfortunately, whereas a non branded um, parts car S2000, a little bit of me like frowns upon it. I'll, I'll admit, you know, like, oh, rep this rep that. It's like, I oh. get it. You I, know, yeah, right? like, so I mean, I like, wouldn't want rep either, but my front bumper right now, it's a rep bumper. Of an OEM because E36 of right, an OEM. Right, 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 oh, right, yeah. so OEM reps are fine. Well, that's what I have on my car. Oh, it's a rep. It is a rep. You're going rep for rep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I want to swap it out for something nice. Oh, gotcha. So, and all this logic is so stupid. Let, let me yeah. buy you that Voltex bumper for your birthday. <laughs> Well, Christmas is coming. Oh, Christmas is coming. We'll do that one. Or if our listeners buy more coffee. Yeah. Oh, you're just going to. Ah, dude, I don't know, man. It just doesn't make sense. To I know. Me. I know, man. My because head is I know so like it's not even it's not even the the, the cost of the bumper. Mm-hmm. It's what it means for the other mods. Because oh. if you spent two grand on that bumper, just like you spent two grand on those wheels. <laughs> <laughs> How long will it's it be gonna the take next us one? a whole year before we get to the <laughs> more, next mod? More. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, yes, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Longer. Let's start. Let's try some stuff, man. Like ah. keep that budget for the hard top when it comes around, and uh, let's make a show car out of the S2K. I actually don't want a hard top. I know you don't because, but I know it'll be a lot less of an issue to be at the track if you have one. Yeah, potentially. You don't think. You think that'll help me get past all that bullshit more than an r- actual roll bar would, is what you're saying? Uh, for HPD, it will. Okay. Um, but I mean, you should have a roll bar. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's another thing that e- it's either one, it's either or, right? Right. right. Like, ish, I mean, obviously, this is coming from my own selfish desire desire yeah. of seeing the S2K more as a race track. car, not yes. necessarily being at the track. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I just love that look of the S2K. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So it would either be a roll bar or a hard top. And I know you don't want the hard top. You want to be like Valley Girl California style. Oh so. yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes, I'll be yeah. I'm clueless all day, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I get that for sure. Yes, How yes. much does a roll bar cost for an S2K? Probably like 600 for okay, a functional about, one. Okay, about normal. Yeah, yeah. you got to cut into all the interior to get it. Oh, in. you do. That's because it's right. all plastic behind me, dude. It's yeah, like 20 I've seen to um, 30 pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. there's Juliet Halley. I don't know if you know. She's 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 a lo- like she's local to the air Southern California. Okay. Recently bought an S2K and mm-hmm. she's shredding it to turning it into really? a, a track car. Yeah. And I saw that. So I guess that would be one of the pieces where you would have to cut into the car and it would be a little harder. Yes. It's I get that because you know the E36 for me it was all in. Take the seats out. Pop it, in, drill hole, a few holes, oh, pop dude. it in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, uh, that car yeah. got it's, the car's got way more holes than it came out the factory with. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, so doing that, it's kind of a step uh, uh, too too much. But I've also had a lot of time with the E36 to know what I would want it to look like on the outside. Right. right. I've had I've shit. I've probably done like four different four or five different bumpers on the E36 platform. I've even tried an E46 retrofit 
to an E36 car. On on your, not this one, your but last I, one, my last E36s oh, that I had. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I I went through, and I I all f- for these because I was broke and because I was trying things out. These were all plexiglass. Oh, and yeah, it wasn't yeah, until yeah. I decided fiberglass. You mean fiberglass? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It wasn't until I kind of settled on what the look that I liked mm-hmm. that I actually bought an expensive ABS one. Oh, ah, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And I remember at the time. That was the only. Uh, those were the vast price differences between oh, the two. Oh right? yeah, for sure. Like man. hundreds, uh, at least five hundred bucks difference. Yeah, dude. Right, because yeah. bumpers were what five hundred bucks at the time, right? Yeah, uh, a, full a fiberglass. Bumper. A fiberglass one was. Like, oh yeah, it was so expensive. You're right. Yeah, like like five, to get like body kit stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The yes. body kits that barely fit. Yeah, because they were just dude, molds. They didn't fit. They, and yeah, there was no like mounting points. Yes, you had to make those drill all yourself. Out, yeah, you had to drill it out yeah. yourself. Yeah, what a pain in the ass. Now it's dude. all three D. We had to deal with it. And yeah, I'm so happy that I was way too broke to do anything with my Civic. Oh yeah, yeah. It was all window shopping for me, but I I I know I would have made some regrettable decisions with some of the stuff that I was looking to buy. It was all eBay. Oh, yes. eBay. Well, that was the only two. That was the only online shop almost for. Well, the I mean, out here there was a lot of shops that you could go buy stuff like legit stuff. Yes. At the time. Yes. But it was just too expensive for me. eBay was the only option. Uh, yeah. For so you, it, was, it was or the forums when the group buys is one other thing that they used to have. If you ever participated in that. But let's see how effective I've been in my negotiation. Where were you on the Timex Rolex Spectrum when we started, and where are you at now? I still will land in Rolex. For the but bumper. a little farther away from Rolex? I mean, dude, some bumpers have come across on the Facebook groups, and I, I've, I, I did hit up somebody that already had a red one, already painted. In, in a heartbeat, if it's already come f- coming from a car in decent shape, I would actually pick up a rep. 91 octane is going to be in a history book read by your children's children uh-huh. before the S2000 <laughs> gets done this way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, sure. like I remember hearing about you like this bumper that you talked about. That yes. was years ago. I no, know. no, no, no. For the S2000, it was you're probably thinking about the Prelude. But for the S2000, Okay, I'm exact it's hyperbole about years ago, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was a long time ago that, that you was mentioned this. this summer. That was this summer. The guy ended up wanting to keep it is what happened. Oh. Yeah, he flaked on me. I can show the Facebook Messenger to prove it, but yes. Well, then why don't you do a like front lip splitter combo until that comes around? I've thought about that. Yeah. I thought about like a rep lip and, you know, yeah. just live with a rep lip, 100 bucks and some paint. Yeah. Paints what, 250 for a lip maybe, like for um from a shop? Uh more or less. Yeah, I mean, I don't know wherever you would find. Mm. I mean, you can get a can for like I don't 20 know. bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks paint matched. I mean, the the place that I use has always been good. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I ordered from the internet. They matched my truck paint perfectly. They matched the E36 paint perfectly. Uh-huh. And they matched the Rio paint perfectly. So, hmm. I mean, I've got some experience with this, man. Yeah. We can make it happen. We could make it happen. That's yeah. like, we could do that over a uh, Grease Monkey video or two. Oh, or, hell yeah, dude. Yes, and then yes. just go f- for a livery and... Get you a racing suit that matches. <laughs> Boom. Bing, bang, done, man. Bing, bang, done. All right. I'm going to keep trying to wear at you. But for now, 
I think that is our episode. That is. Bing, bang, done. Bing, bang, done. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. Also, follow Cafe Carrera by 91. Uh, just really to support us. If you don't want to buy coffee, that's fine. If you want to look at us posting about stupid coffee stuff, definitely follow us. Any support helps. Uh, but I promise you it'll be the best coffee you've tasted. Mm-hmm. And if you want to send us any, any emails, info at 91octane.com. Randy, any last words? Shout out to the Rolex peeps. Sash. <laughs> and I'm going to shout out the Timex mofos. All right. All right. With that. <laughs> Have a good night. Bye.